You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the DNB Supply Show. Hey, this is your host, Matt Breckwald, and it is great to be here with you today. Well, I will tell you what, today is one of those days, this episode is one of those episodes where I just sit here and go, wow, it is so cool that this is what I get to do, to talk to all of you about stuff that I can just totally geek out on. And I am going to do that today. As a matter of fact, I am going to do that for a while today, talking about wool socks and wool in general, and specifically smart wool. I'm going to be speaking with Matt Strait of Waypoint Outdoor. They represent smart wool and sell smart wool products. And we're going to be talking about the origins of the company, about the technology involved, why merino wool fits so well, why it does it perform so well, why it feels so good against the skin and is such a comfortable type of wool to wear. Really, I am a huge fan of this company. I have been for a long time, and I think that's going to come through on this interview because I really use their products quite a bit, and I'm really excited to bring that to you. So we're going to have that coming up to you here in just a second, and we are going to help you get warm and comfortable for the upcoming winter, talking all about smart wool and the merino sheep. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Appreciate you having me. Hey, you bet. I am I am really excited to speak with you. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite brands today. I love brands that really, really work and they live up to what they say they'll live up to. And there's no question that was smart. Well, that's exactly the case. So I, I'm excited to learn more and to be able to just talk about something I really enjoy. Oh, excellent. I, I love talking about smart wool as well. So the good thing for both of us. All right. Well, let's do this. I, I want to introduce you to our audience just so they know who they're listening to. Uh, if you would, tell us what you do and who you work for. Uh, sure thing. My name is Matt Strait, and I work with a uh, rep agency called Waypoint Outdoor, and we serve as a manufacturer sales rep. So various product manufacturers work with us to kind of be the go-between the manufacturer and the retailer. So where your listeners probably find our brands is a shop like DMB Supply. So I work with the team at DMB Supply to help uh, put together the right product mix so that they can best service their customers. Now, how did you find yourself doing this? How did you get to work for a brand like this and, and work in this industry? That's a, a funny story, actually. I mean, it you know, after I graduated uh, from university with a degree in anthropology, and I don't know what I was going to do with that, but I went on a bike tour to a bluegrass festival. I was living in Colorado at the time okay. and wanted to drum up some, some sponsorship for my bike tour because mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have a job and, and thought somebody might be interested in what I was doing. So I kind of got connected with some outdoor companies. And one of those was Cliff Bar. Another one of those was New Belgium Brewery. And uh you know, in that, in that world, you just start to meet people and doors open. So I started doing uh, marketing and events for mm-hmm. Cliff Bar. And then I started working with some other footwear companies and found myself in the, in the Northwest. And, and that's how I got connected with Waypoint Outdoor. And then we started working with SmartWool, I guess it was about five years ago. So can't say it was a, it was a direct path to it. Never thought I'd end up in this, but I, I used the products. I, I like using them and, uh, you know, sales seems to suit me. Now tell me about this bike tour. So was it a self-supported bike tour or was it supported? It was a self 
self-supported. So it was me and two of my good friends from college. Like I said, we had both just, or we had all just uh, graduated and didn't really have anything else to do. So we loaded up with bikes and panniers and all of our camping gear and, and all of our food. And we rode from uh, the front range of Colorado. So like Denver area mm-hmm. to Telluride, which was about 400 miles over a few mountains. Okay. And we got out there for a bluegrass festival. We're all you know, big music fans and play music. And, and that was a fun part. And then once the festival was over, then we had to ride home, <laughs> which was, yeah, maybe a questionable decision, but, but we made it. It was uh, it was an 800 mile round trip and, you know, that's a great, great thing to do whenever I was, you know, young and had uh, fewer responsibilities, I guess. That is great. I've got a, I've got kind of a bucket list item and there's a website that I'll read from time to time called crazy guy on a bike. And it's all about these people that are bike touring all over the country, all over the world. And, uh, that's one of those things where you need a lot of time, but it's, it's kind of a bucket list item I've got on my list. I'm familiar with that site. Obviously, once you you know are the crazy guy on a bike for a few weeks, you start to find out about those things. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's all. It, you know, it's a it's a good way to see the country. You know, you move a little bit slower. Kind of, it's hard to take stuff in flying. You know, sixty five, yeah. seventy miles an hour down the highway. So, like I say, yeah, I was uh, I was fortunate to be in a position to do it. Got to do it with some great friends, and then like I say it opened some doors and you know, got me into a, an out, uh, what we consider the outdoor industry products that are mm-hmm. typically used for, for the out of doors. And, you know, it's, uh, been good to me. So, you know, I get to get to work with great brands like smart wool and, uh, really great, great retailers and, uh, you know, really be involved in the community in that way. Well, so I've got a ton of questions for you today about smart wool and, and I'll talk about why I'm such a big fan as well, but I'm assuming since you've been, since Waypoint's only had the relationship with smart wool for about five years, you've probably been doing a lot of research on this company. So you know everything about it since then. Yeah. Well, yeah, I first started using smart wool, first became aware of it back in, let's see, it was probably 2007, actually. It was that, uh, that bike tour that I did and, and somebody recommended use Smartwool. We were carrying everything with us. So we had to be really cognizant of weight and, and everything you bring needs to have multiple purposes. Mm-hmm. And so they turned me on to Smartwool. So that was 2007. And, and ever since then, I mean, it's, you know, I, I try and fill my sock drawer with it and, <laughs> um, and until I found out about all the other great stuff that they make, but, but that's where it started. And, and from there, I was always kind of aware of smart wool. And then when we started working with the company, then, then you really get to dive in and learn about their origins and mm-hmm. you know, kind of what's important to the company and, and, and their values and, and directions and things like that. Well, let's do this. I'm going to take our first break. I think that was a great introduction to you, Matt. When we come back, let's introduce everybody to smart wool as if they needed an introduction at all. Perfect. No matter where work takes you, D&B Supply makes it easy to get the job done with DeWalt FlexVolt Tools. With advanced battery technology, DeWalt FlexVolt Tools gives you the power of freedom to work without cords. For construction, remote job sites, and outdoor projects, the heavy-duty FlexVolt line offers everything from hammer drills to table saws to air compressors and more. So get out there and get to work with DeWalt FlexVolt Power Tools. Available at your favorite D&B Supply. When you're stuck out in the cold or want to cozy up in your off-the-grid cabin, 
a Honda generator gets you going. Stop by DMB Supply to pick up one of these power players. Quiet, lightweight, and fuel efficient, Honda generators make winter camping, ice fishing, and even power outages more bearable. Take on the elements in a way you can take anywhere. Get all fired up for anything that winter brings and grab a Honda generator at your neighborhood DMB. All right, Matt. So, uh, you know, that was a great introduction to you. Let's talk about Smartwool. So how did how did Smartwool get started as a company and did they start with socks? They did start with socks. Uh, Smartwool started back in uh, 1994 with uh, some folks up in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and they were big skiers. And basically, they were just looking for a good solution that would keep their feet comfortable and and honestly, their toes warm all day. And at the Mm -hmm. time, there weren't really a lot of great ski sock options. And that's whenever they came across the merino fabric which is the fleece of a merino sheep Mm -hmm. and just found that it had all these great properties uh from you know wicking to temperature thermoregulation to odor control it was just kind of the benefits compounded one on top of the other and so they started making ski socks and then from there it was hiking socks and then lifestyle socks and hunting socks Mm -hmm. and eventually you know hats and gloves and base layers and and all that stuff so but it started on a on a ski slope and if you've ever been to steamboat uh you know it gets cold up there imagine your listeners in southern idaho know a thing or two about you know a cold winter too so yeah absolutely well i I will tell you why i'm such a big fan and now's as good a time as any to do that but so there's a couple reasons. Uh, one is I like I like stuff that kind of remembers yesterday. I, I technology is great, but I don't like to race too far ahead in technology to where we kind of forget what got us there. And I always wonder that. Mm-hmm. I wonder about that with wool, uh, with socks, but with like the base layer, uh, the uh, smart wool base layer that I have, which is just awesome. It keeps me so warm. And and all the smart wool socks I've got, I always wonder, did we race too far? forward in technology with say synthetics and with cotton and things like that to a point where it seemed like for a while wool socks were just not something that was mainstream and now all of a sudden they seem to be kind of back in the mainstream did we kind of revert back to an earlier time and go oh we had it right back then you know that's a really really interesting a good point actually i I came across this this quote somewhere i think it might have been from one of uh one of the farmers that that Smartwool works with, it's like, we've been trying to engineer a better fabric that, that wicks and keeps warm and manners, manages odor and all that stuff. Meanwhile, you know, sheep have been doing it right for <laughs> eons. And, uh, you know, I think what the difference is, and this is where, you know, Smartwool really kind of uh, changed the game back in the, the early mid nineties was the key part is that merino fabric. I remember, you know, when I was growing up, a wool, anything wool equated to itchy, mm-hmm. you know, it had these great properties like, you know, I knew it kept you warm when wet. The first camping trips I'd go on with my dad, we had thick wool socks, but we had to wear a liner under it. Otherwise, your feet were just going to be driving you crazy. Uh, or if you had a wool sweater, you had to wear something, you know, otherwise your neck was just going crazy. But the merino fiber is just smoother and softer 
and it really is itch free. And I think that kind of unlocked a whole new resurgence of wool was that you can get it. It's lighter weight. It's, it's more comfortable to the touch. You can wear it next to skin. And, and that's kind of where the, uh, if you want to call it the wool renaissance has taken place, but you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, with all these, you know, synthetic fibers, which, which have certain benefits, but it's like, you know, each one has one big benefit, but then there's a lot of, you know, downsides to it. Whereas wool mm-hmm. just kind of has this beautiful balance of, of all the performance features that you might want. Well, I, and what you've done or what smart wool has done and using again, the, the base layer I've got the one that you sent me, thank you very much for that. Uh, you know, You're it, welcome. It, thank you. It, it's almost like, like I've been hunting and doing outdoors activities my whole life. And you're always taught to layer. You, I went through hunter safety when I was 10 years old, and you're supposed to layer, and you're supposed to be, you know, uh, do everything you can do to make sure you don't get hypothermia and all this type of stuff. And it was almost like a burden, like something you needed to do to be safe. And then along comes a company like Smart Wool, and they start making these base layers, these socks, and everything else out of merino wool. And now, now base layers and layering, it's a pleasure to put on. It feels very good, and uh, it, it's not a burden anymore. It just keeps you warm, keeps you super comfortable all day. I love, I love the way you put that. It is a pleasure to put on a smart wool base layer. And that's, you know, that's one of smart wool's just, you know, core principles on all the products. I mean, it's just comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, and then they talk about, you know, when they talk to customers about what do they love about smart wool, it's just that it's, it's, it's comfortable. And, you know, we think of it as like, you want to be comfortable whenever you're doing out there or out there doing the things both that you love to do. And, and, and even, you know, when you're out there working, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice whenever you don't have to think about, what you're wearing or think about your gear, so mm-hmm. to speak. You know, if you're out there, be it hunting or, or, you know, hiking or, you know, out there, you know, outside working, it's, it's nice if you're not thinking about an uncomfortable pair of socks or, you know, uncomfortable base layer shirt. And, you know, that's, that's just uh, all around going to be a, a better experience. Absolutely. Well, let's do this. Let's take another break. When we come back, I want to talk about the benefits of wool compared to other fabrics. And I also want to give you my take on on the use of wool in our agricultural community. Excellent. Sounds good. Carhartt is legendary for getting you geared up for anything. So getting geared up for the winter is easy at DMB Supply with Carhartt Full Swing. Tough and water repellent, Full Swing clothing lets you move like you mean it with Carhartt's Rugged Flex technology. It's made for maximum range of motion and maximum protection from the elements. Get ready for anything the day throws your way and get into the full swing of things at your favorite D&B supply. D&B's got just the feed for every horse at every life stage. Purina Strategy. Whether your horses are growing, breeding, showing, or performing, Purina Strategy delivers the right density of protein, energy, and fat with less starch for more endurance and overall stamina. It's true. The standard in horse feed just got better. Our Purina Strategy horse feed now includes Outlast Supplement to support the gastric health of every horse in your barn. We'll see you soon at your favorite dmb supply well matt uh, you know i want to talk about the benefits of wool compared to other fabrics but i've got one thought i just want to throw out at you really quick and it's something that occurred to me as i was listening to you talk at the end of that last segment and that is the use of well smart wool specifically and merino wool uh, for people in agriculture we've got such a large uh, segment of our listening audience 
that is involved in agriculture in one way or another on the DNB Supply Show. And so many of these folks spend so much time outdoors during the winter, especially if we have livestock. You know, in the summer, we're outdoors a lot, but it's warm and we're irrigating and things like that. But if we have cattle, we have sheep, we have goats, horses, whatever that may be during the winter, we're up every morning, we're feeding them, we're feeding them in the evening, we're breaking ice on water, we're checking fences, we're making sure our water tank heaters, all of that's where, I mean, we're just spending a lot of time outdoors Mm -hmm. in the elements. And I can think back to when I was working on a ranch in southern Idaho back in the late 1990s, and I got a pair of quilted bibs, which was so nice to get. They kept me so warm during the day. And now fast forward to 2019 on my own farm, or like last winter, 2018, I've discovered merino wool base layers. I've discovered smart wool. And now I will go out in the morning, and I will have on my smart wool socks, I'll have on a complete base layer, top and bottom, and I find myself going out doing all my feeding all winter in my non-insulated bibs with just a base layer on underneath them, which is unbelievably comfortable, by the way, and then a base layer of merino wool on underneath the hoodie, and I'm set. And I'm not, I just haven't used my quilted bibs in forever, and it just blows me away what a change it has been and how much uh, really high-performing what we would probably have looked at as sporting-type apparel translates over into agriculture because folks that are outdoors as much as us and that are working, we want something that works very well, feels comfortable, and allows us the freedom of movement so we can work. Uh, you're you're exactly right, and, and that's something that, that I talk about with SmartWool. Uh, with our group, Waypoint Outdoor, the channel manager, as we call it, for the, the farm and ranch division. And, and in the Pacific Northwest, we got a lot of farm and ranch retailers, and, and it works a little different than the outdoor side of things. But one of the things I keep you know, talking about with SmartWool and for them to know is that all of these products that are developed for the quote-unquote outdoor customer, be that the skier, the hiker, the backpacker, mm-hmm. it's just as applicable for what you said. I mean, the the – uh, the agricultural community, even, you know, construction and, and anybody that's outside and in a lot of ways are spending more time out in the elements. Sure. And, and so all those benefits translate over. So for them to have that on their radar is, you know, they can make a product that's going to perform and solve a lot of, solve a lot of problems uh, for people and, and how they, how they dress and, and get ready for, for a day outside. You know, one of the, one of the great things about, Merino wool and, and smart wool is that as you heat up, you know, it's, it's, it's an insulative property. And that's one of the beautiful things about wool is that it's naturally what we call like thermo uh, regulating. Mm-hmm. When you heat up, it keeps you cool. And whenever you get cold, it keeps you warm. And it's the same way as your, your home insulation, your, your home insulation works both throughout the winter and the, and the summer. So, you know, if you're outside, if you're, you know, breaking ice or, you know, you know, doing some work and you start to heat up. The great thing about, you know, wearing that smart wool base layer is that it's actually going to help keep you cool. It starts as you start to sweat before that sweat even forms on your skin, it's going to move it away from your body and it actually moves it away as a vapor. That's part of one of the great properties of wool. Mm-hmm. And that's working on your feet with your socks and that's working with your base layers. So as it starts to move away, as it starts to move that uh, vapor away from your skin, it's keeping you cool. But then say you stop moving for a minute, you're, you're sitting in the truck or you're sitting in the, you know, maybe you're you know, sitting on the tractor or whatever it is, you know, you're sitting down, you know, if you're wearing a synthetic product, it's moved that moisture away from your skin as 
a water droplet and then you stop moving and you can feel that wet fabric on your oh, skin. Interesting. That's where you can start to get chilled. That's where you can feel a little, little clammy. Whereas wool, because it's holding it as a vapor and it's just an overall better insulator, you're not going to get that, that swing in temperatures. It kind of keeps your body temperature at a more consistent place throughout the day. Yeah, that's why, you know, whenever they were developing stuff for be it, you know, skiing or backpacking, same principles apply. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's going to work for, for anybody that's, like, say, out of doors in a variety of weather conditions, you know, activity, you know, spikes and, and valleys throughout the day. That is a really interesting thing. I'd never, in all the reading I've done and everything, I've never known about the water vapor versus water droplet. And that makes a ton of sense. Now, does that does that impact or does that have something to do with the odor reduction you have with, with wool? Exactly, yes. Because uh, wool moves more moisture away in a vapor state, that's less breeding ground for bacteria. Okay. And, and it's not just that. Wool also kind of absorbs the bacteria-causing odor. So it's like naturally kind of that antimicrobial, but... You know, another layer of it is there's mm-hmm. just less moisture held in in wool. I believe, you know, wool can hold up to, I think it's like a third of its weight in moisture, like as a vapor. So that's part of why it insulates when wet is because it's not like wetting out. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you know, liquid water. But so there's, there's a number of factors that play into that. Lanolin, the, the natural oil in, in wool is also helps with that properties uh, with those properties as well but all of that stuff helps to reduce the presence of the bacteria that would cause odor well i i will mm-hmm. make a, i'll make a confession right here on the on the radio and on the podcast is that it is amazing to me what merino wool socks do for odor i will I will wear the same pair of socks this is really a confession i'll wear the same pair of socks 3 4 days in a row during the winter and I'll never smell anything, and they feel just as comfortable on day four as they did on day one. I eventually end up washing them just because I feel guilty, like I should. Uh, so it's pretty amazing to me, by the way. I'm right there with you, Matt. I, I confess with you. You know, I wear my socks multiple times between washing. Same thing with the base layers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we we say at Smartwell, one of the things that they really try and drive home from a from a product care standpoint is mm-hmm. wear more and wash less. And I mean, there's a number of benefits to that. Um, your clothes last longer, you know, every time you wash them, little bits of that fabric starts to break down and go away. But, but the truth is, is the wool does not, you know, it doesn't smell, it doesn't get as dirty. I mean, that's not to say that it doesn't need to be washed, but I'm a real, real advocate for the smell test. Yeah, And I know that's maybe a little uncomfortable for some people to, you know, <laughs> it might be uncomfortable with some of the listeners, but, you know, anytime I'm talking a product knowledge session with people, I, I have to bring this up because, you know, we're often in the habit of washing something, you know, at the end of the day, it goes in the clothes hamper, but, you know, you can save money on your laundry, your water bill, and get longer life out of your products. And, and certainly in the wintertime, sure. you know, whenever you're not sweating as much, that's the huge, huge deal and a huge benefit to to merino yeah and when it comes to merino wool and specifically to smart wool products do we need to worry about shrinking when we wash it no not really um you know all the socks and clothing is pre-shrunk i will say um 
you know, best not to wash it in hot water. You might be able to shrink it in hot water and a hot dryer. And, and if you ever got questions on product care, smartwool.com has a great resource for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically the, the recommendation is one, don't wash it that much. Like actually pay attention to whether or not it needs it. Two, turn it inside out. And the reason for that is, you know, in your socks where you, know, you got all that nice cushion and carry looping, mm-hmm. if you turn your socks inside out whenever you wash them and, and your clothing for that matter, kind of helps restore the loft. Okay. The loft tell what part of what brings the insulation. So turn them inside out, wash them on a gentle cycle. I do cold water, you know, I'd say cold or warm water, but that's not to use hot water. Mm-hmm. And you can put them in the dryer, kind of a low heat dry, but honestly, I pull my stuff out of the washing machine and it's, and it's almost dry. So I just hang it up and it's usually dry, especially out in, uh, you know, in, in Idaho and uh, Eastern Oregon, there's so low humidity. I mean, yeah. that stuff will dry so fast. Yeah. So I, you know, I always, well, again, whenever I'm talking product knowledge sessions with be it uh, customers or store employees, you know, I say, you know, whenever you in, empty your lint, catch on the dryer that's your clothes right there mm-hmm. so you know if you don't want to put them in the dryer you know you might get a little bit longer life but i know people are busy and you know it's an easy thing to do so there's no harm in drying i just say go lower heat both okay. on the water and the dryer all right well my goodness i could talk about this all day but we have got to take another break so i'm going to do that really quick when we come back i want to ask you about the technology used in the manufacturing of this stuff all right sounds good No, when they say good fences make good neighbors when you've got Bayland Country gates and panels to really fence your livestock in. Also, when you let your neighbor in on the great deals you can find on Bayland Country at DNB. Made from steel and designed for stamina, Bayland Country gates and panels are tested to match up to robust ranch life. So instead of mending all those fences, round up a whole new one with Bayland Country at DNB Supply. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at D&B Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop on by your favorite D&B Supply. All right, Matt. Well, I've got to ask you about the technology and uh, when it comes to this. Now, one of the great things about doing this show for me is I, I have a lot of ability to focus in on items that I use quite a bit in, and products that I'm really a fan of. And I, I really do appreciate it when I find a product that does what it says it's going to do and gives me a very, very good value for the money that I spent on it. And I'm going to make another confession. I've tried other wool socks and I have had uh, another set of wool socks where eventually the heel ripped out of it. I've had another another brand that I used where they wouldn't stay up. Eventually, they, they wore out and they, they wouldn't fit as well as when they were brand new. And I've never experienced either of those two things with smart wool. And I'm assuming that since there are other people using merino wool, that at smart wool, you guys have figured something out to keep up this high quality throughout the life of the product. You are exactly right. That's one of the competitive advantages that SmartWool has and that they have been pioneering on kind of sock and, you know, merino wool as a clothing innovation. 
uh, from the very beginning. So a lot of times what they're putting out is just, you know, a construction method that is unique and, you know, they, you know, try and try and keep some of those secrets under lock and key as best they can. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, we joke that there's a, a lab of mad sock scientists down in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, that just eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. Um, and actually that's a, good point that that i would like to make is that every smart wool sock is made in the usa we've got mills in chattanooga tennessee and also in mount airy north carolina and every smart wool sock that you ever see in a store on somebody's foot is, is proudly made in the in the u.s and our lab of mad scientists they're fourth generation guy by the name of john ramsey mm-hmm. uh, fourth generation sock maker and I mean, you just talk to this guy and you get him to open up about what goes into making a smart wool sock and he just comes to life. You know, you ever talk to somebody and you really touch on their passion and yeah. you just see how they how they just light up. I mean, that's John. And it's funny because sometimes it just starts going over your head. You realize, like, <laughs> wow, this guy is thinking about it in a different level. But, you know, he, he is. He's passionate about just making the best socks he possibly can. And, uh, you know, he's been with Smartwool from early on, I think within the first couple of years was, mm-hmm. was whenever he started with, with Smartwool. So it's everything I, I like to say that, you know, Smartwool products and that's their socks, that's their base layers, their hats and gloves and everything, sweaters and jackets, they, they make them all, but they have to sit on a three legged stool, as I like to call it, or a three legged table. And, and the three legs of those table, of that table is fit, comfort, and durability. And each one of those is equally important because on a, you know, three-legged table, you know, if one's, you know, not in balance, you know, the, the thing doesn't sit level. So, you know, everything needs to fit. And we want every piece of smart wool, you know, clothing or, or software to be the best fitting product that you can put on. And, mm-hmm. and we want it to be the most durable but also the most comfortable. I mean, you know, you can make a durable sock, but it'd be made out of Kevlar. That's not going to feel good on your skin, you know? And so it's, it's kind of all those factors coming into play. So you mentioned, you know, you had the heel rip out on something. Well, you know, that could have been the most comfortable sock you've ever put on, but if the heel doesn't stay in place, what good is that? Right. So, so Smartwell is kind of looking at all three of those components and, and I encourage you and uh, your listeners, if you're ever interested in what goes into a sock, turn it inside out. It's kind of like seeing the skeletal structure of, of one of those. And, and that's where S- Smartwell uses all kinds of technology to their advantage in this and that, you know, they do body mapping to see where are the hot spots. Like where does your, you know, be it your foot or your, your body, where do you put off the most heat? So we can create like kind of venting areas, you know, putting more merino where it matters and and also boosting durability in areas where they're high wear zones. So, you know, gone are the days of just, you know, knitting a tube sock and closing up the toe. It's I mean, these things are, you know, three dimensional. They're shaped like a foot. Yeah. You know, that was a was a big deal that Smartwool did was, you know, start start making socks that are shaped like feet. Mm-hmm. Um, but turn them inside out and you can really see what all is going in there. And, uh, and it's, it's really, you know, for anybody that wants to really geek out on it, there's, there's a lot to see there. Well, you know, it's interesting you bring up durability and, and you're talking about the way they're built. 
because I want to touch on this both for the, I guess the durability aspect, we'll just say of smart wool socks to take that for right now, but also of wool, because uh, admittedly, when you go and you go buy a pair of smart wool socks, uh, you could probably buy a, a six pack or a 12 pack of cotton tube socks for the same price. And so if you try and look at the two things and do an apples to apples comparison and say they're equal, then financially you're like, well, why wouldn't I buy 12 pairs for the price of one but it's not an apples to apples comparison there's a there's a big difference and i've tried to incrementally over the years kind of bulk up my inventory of wool clothing but with that said i feel like my wool socks my other wool clothing is lasting and and staying in better condition for much much longer than other fabrics am, am i imagining that or is that really part of the value equation when you buy wool uh, you're you're exactly right it is it's i like that term the value equation what you're going to pay for a pair of merino wool socks, it's going to last you as long as that six pack of cotton tube socks. And, and not only that, you'll probably find yourself once you, once you get over that, you know, price hurdle of, you know, the first time you buy a 15 or even a $20 pair of socks, mm-hmm. you'll realize like most things in life, you get what you pay for. Yeah. That sock is going to be more comfortable and you're going to find that it stays on your foot. You know, it's not sliding off inside your boot. It doesn't smell whenever you, whenever you take the, the boot off at the end of the day. And it still lasts. I, I have people that come up to me and they're like, I've got this pair of smart wool socks that I've had for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start doing the math on that. You're talking about pennies a day, fractions yeah. of pennies a day for what you get on that sock. And it's the one that you go to. You know, after a laundry day, you you go and grab that pair of socks, and that's where I hear you saying you're you're bulking up your inventory in your own sock drawer or closet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's part of the technology and the construction of a smart wool sock is that you know we like to say you know putting the right yarns in the right place for the right purpose. So that's more merino next to skin, but then we can give it an armor of nylon, so to speak, on the outside of, say, the heel and the toe. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help against abrasion within a within a shoe. And, you know, for our base layers, like the, the piece you were talking about earlier, our Merino 250 base layer, that's 100% Merino. But you're wearing it next to your skin and underneath a jacket. So it's it's not really getting abrasion yeah. in, in those settings. So, you know, be really smart in how we do that. And and then we make products that are really year round. And some of those that are going to be, you know, more hour facing or if you're wearing them in a warm weather and you're not layering on top of it, it might have more of a, a poly blend to it. So you still get the benefits of the merino, but you get more durability from the poly. So Smartwool puts so much thought into how they build every piece of clothing that they put out there that uh, really thinking of how it's going to be used and how the customer is going to feel like they actually got a deal. You know, I know it's, it's not the, it's not the least expensive item on the rack, but once you get it, you're going to realize you actually got a heck of a deal. All right. One final break. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the, the philosophies of smart wool, some of the things they do community-wise, and also how you find the people that are that are growing and raising the sheep to give you the merino wool, okay? Mm-hmm. Perfect. 
The heat is on this summer in more ways than one, because now is the perfect time to update your old wood fireplace with a gas insert from D&B Supply. Get fired up for the change of seasons with Quadrifire or Heat and Glow stoves and inserts. Safe, easy to use, and money-saving, a gas insert updates the look of your home and heats it more efficiently. Check out our Quadrifire or Heat and Glow inserts and see why D&B is a real hot spot for quality fireplaces. D&B knows that life in the West is defined by hard work, innovation, and constant improvement. These values made the West what it is today, and these are the values that have made Wrangler the defining Western brand since 1947. Wrangler apparel is designed to feel good in the saddle, look sharp at the rodeo, and work hard on the ranch. That's why Wrangler fits with classic Western heritage like a boot in a stirrup. For clothing that's a good value and steeped in Western values, stock up on Wrangler at your favorite D&B supply all right matt well a couple more technical questions for you then i want to talk about how the you know you guys are making a great agricultural product i want to come back to that but before we do that i want to ask you for our listeners who are going to go out and and maybe they're going to be like i was five or six years ago where i decided to start converting over to wool but i've been doing that incrementally because it is a price jump it's it's a very good quality price jump but it's not something i can do all at once so with that said, you got to be smart in your purchases. So for somebody who's going to do like I did and they're going to start converting over to wool, how do they determine the thickness of sock they should be buying for the activity they're going to be using it for? That's a great question. Smart wool makes a lot of different weights in their socks. And there's kind of two components that I like to think of. Uh, one is the level of insulation and one is the level of cushioning. So if you're doing a high impact uh, activity. Say you're just standing on your feet all day or you, know, you do a lot of walking, mm-hmm. you, you might want a little bit more cushion. So that's a, a medium weight sock or a heavier weight sock versus you know also the insulation. If it's really going to be cold outside and you know you just need a little bit extra warmth again that's going to be your your thicker uh, heavier weights uh, your your medium weight socks. Conversely if it's warmer outside you might go with a little bit lighter weight. And I guess there is a third element that I like to think about, and that's how does your footwear fit? You know, if you're trying to keep your feet warm on a, on a cold day, you know, if your sock is too thick for your shoe, you're mm-hmm. going to cut off circulation. And that's, uh, that's not going to feel good for anyone. So that's how I usually approach it is how's it going to you know, fit in your shoe? And are you going to be on your feet all day? If so, nice to have a little extra cushion underneath and if it's gonna be really cold you're gonna want a little bit more insulation makes sense now is wool because when you think of wool i think you automatically go to winter but i know that's not the case anymore talk to us about using wool in warmer temperatures and outside of the winter i'm glad you asked that question uh as i like to think about it you don't see sheep swapping out their their wool fleece for a cotton shirt in the summertime they wear it all year round and that's like I had mentioned earlier, that wool is just a great insulator. So much like your home is insulated and it keeps you, you know, it keeps your home warm in the winter time and it helps keep you cool in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Wool works the same way. So you know, even in the you know, the spring and the fall and even in summer, wool is a good product because it still helps. You know, as you sweat, it's going to move that moisture away from your body and it evaporates faster and it's not going to smell as much. So I'd say, though, whenever you're looking at be it wool socks or wool shirts in the summertime, go with a lighter weight. 
because you don't need as much insulation and really you're looking for more of that you're going to need more of that wicking and more of that odor control so Mm -hmm. you can go with a lighter weight sock and you can go with like a a lighter t-shirt one of the products that you could find at dmb supply is a what we call our Marina 150. That's a, a 150 gram weight shirt, and it's it's a really lightweight. It's a great great piece for kind of those shoulder seasons, whenever it's not the the bitter cold of winter. Whereas in the in the winter time, you do want a little bit more, a little bit more bulk, a little bit more insulation. So you might look for a Merino 250, a 250 gram weight product. So okay. there's a lot more to wool than just the winter, and 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 that's. Really, whenever you start to unlock the benefits of the product is whenever you realize you can wear it just about year-round. Well, let's talk about the connection to agriculture. We kind of already talked about it already on the practical side in terms of everybody in ag wanting to use these high-performance products because they work so well. But the other side of it is that this is an agricultural product. Can you tell us about the sourcing from farmers and how that goes? Yes, absolutely. Smart Wool from the beginning has always sought to have the best quality merino wool that they can uh, source for their for their garments um, better wool actually just performs better you know it, it wicks better it helps control uh, moisture and odor better so that uh, led them to new zealand mm-hmm. and and that's where they still source the majority of their wool from uh, new zealand farmers and they've, they've started to branch out a little bit into other similar climates, South America and Australia, but still primarily coming out of New Zealand. And these are family farms down there. Some of them are small, some are larger operations, but these farmers, you know, have, you know, multiple generations of raising these sheep and they have a, a wonderful climate for it. They have a great landscape for it with the, the elevation change. It allows the sheep to move up, in elevation in the summertime and down and in, in, uh, in the winter times, whenever it starts to get colder. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the really, I think, great things about smart wool is they don't buy any wool on the open market. Every one of their contracts with, with a farmer is negotiated ahead of time. And they're usually in like three to five year ranges. And smart wool has extra, incredibly high, standards for their wool. So that farmer knows that if they are able to produce the wool at these standards, they've already got a buyer for it. And I'm sure as your listeners who work in in that industry know how important that is to be able to plan their business mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, take care of, of everything that they've got to run on their farm. So that's, that's a, a huge difference in smart wool is that you know, everything can be traced back to the farmer and have that direct connection. I have a, a friend that's out in uh, central Washington who they, uh, he and his wife raise sheep and he actually uh, does shearing and he'll go around to various events and does, you know, kind of shearing workshops. And I saw him one time and I thought it was really impactful was whenever he finished that, you know, he sheared his sheep and the sheep got up and, you know, skidded along, you know, wasn't too inconvenienced, you know, had to lay there and get moved around a little bit. But, mm-hmm. but as the sheer, the, the sheep got up and ran off, he's like, and that wool is going to grow right back. And it's a renewable resource. And it's something that you can just, you know, count on every year, you know, you're going to get up to, I think it's like five pounds of Merino uh, fiber off of, of every sheep. Mm-hmm. And, 
so it's it's a renewable resource and even in that it's it decomposes you know if you put wool in the ground and come back 12 months later it's gone yeah you know you can't say that about you know synthetic fibers so it's just a you know, kind of the, the benefits of wool just kind of start stacking up and compounding. It's, it's a, if it sounds like a miracle fiber, it's because it is. <laughs> well, I agree. Well, I, I'm obviously a fan and a fan of smart wool, but a, a fan of, of wool in general. And boy, you are a wealth of knowledge. This has been great. I could probably do this for another hour, Matt. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have a, a follow-up. We'll see see what the listenership is like on this. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today. I really do appreciate being able to profile smart wool so in depth and and thank you very much for the for the socks and the base layer you sent me. Uh, It definitely helped me as I'm incrementally growing my my wool in my closet and I love it all. Happy to help and uh, glad to hear we got a, a fan of smart wool out there in southern Idaho for us. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you all for joining us today. And here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the D&B Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.